day begins Line up class three and four Boys in blazers, girls in smocks We crocodile through the In assembly, a teacher reads the rules. We sing our school song. And uh, welcome to another program about the Colne Valley on Moon Moth Radio. Today we're discussing education, and we are fortunate to have with us some professionals from education in the Colne Valley and some uh, memories too of being at school. So we're going to start off with what it was like being a teacher in the Con Valley and we're going to go to Linda and ask her to tell us a bit about that. Hello, my name is Linda Hansom. I was Linda Whitwam and I was born in the Con Valley and have taught in the Con Valley at various uh, junior schools doing supply work when my daughter was uh, young and general teaching really. Uh, And then in later years I... Uh, retrained to be a teacher of dyslexic children and so I was in the special needs area and ended up teaching at All Saints High School which is out of the Combe Valley in in Huddersfield. That's grand, thank you. And we've got Mike with us as well. Uh, Could you uh, introduce yourself Mike? Yes, I'm Mike Newman. I was born and raised in West London um, and went to university in the North East, so the proper North, not the Midlands like round here. And uh, when I graduated, like most people in the 60s who couldn't think what to do, you got another year's full grant because the idea of fees for higher education were unknown in those days. Uh, And if you couldn't think what to do, you did a teacher training certificate, which is what I did. And then at the end of that, so the summer of 65, uh, I looked round for where to where I should start my teaching career and the West Riding Education Department under Sir Alec Clegg was already legendary and I found a job advertised in the Times Educational Supplement in a place called Linthwaite, in a place called Huddersfield, in a place called Yorkshire so I applied for and got that. Thank you Mike and we've also got Sky here who is uh, still still in teaching. Yeah, I uh, went to school in the Cone Valley. Um, I went to Cliffhead Infant and Junior School and then went to Cone Valley High School. And then um, after leaving university, came back and did lots of creative projects and then was offered to do a GTP, a graduate teacher programme um, at Cone Valley uh, in performing arts. So I did that and stayed there for five years. And then I moved on to Royds Hall Community School and I've been there another five years, so kind of got sucked into teaching and still doing it. Thank you. That's lovely. And Linda, can we ask you if you have any memories of your first days of teaching? Yes. Well, um, I was asked to stay at the school where I'd been on teaching practice, which was Home Firth High School, which was a, a secondary modern school. It was before comprehensives came in in, in, the, in the West Riding. Uh, and I'd 
I trained at Oastler Teacher Training College, which was in Huddersfield. So we went out to all local schools doing teaching practice. And there were loads of jobs in those days. You, you were just mm. a, a long list. And you just turned up one day and decided where you wanted to go. Uh, I knew anyway, because the headmaster had said, would you like, there's a job here, would you like to come? So the job was uh, teaching the year sevens, who were then called the first years, not year sevens. But uh, we, we had a scheme where they stayed with their teacher for quite a lot, almost like a junior school, so that it aided their introduction to secondary life and then they went off to do science or, or PE or something. So it was very nice. We were a team of seven or eight teachers and we worked together and uh, I have lots of lovely uh, memories of that because it was a rural school and not too big and um, mm. I stayed there for two years. Oh, so sounds lovely, lovely. Mm. Um, Mike, can you tell us a bit about your first well, day's I teaching? Well, I started at Cold Valley, which wasn't very small, all, although it was quite a lovely place, but I was very naive when I started and uh, I let the kids run rings around me. Uh, so I paid for that, I think, in the rest of that year. Uh, until I got a bit more experience. Mm -hmm. And Sky, you have uh, any memories of your first days of teaching? Uh, well, because I started off in, in a teaching programme that was in a school, so it didn't start off having a day at a university or anything like that. So it was in the school, first day. Um, but I remember having great support from my mentor, um, my professional mentor, who was a great drama teacher, Tim Padmore, who um, sort of was a really good person to watch and then um, inspire how to run a drama classroom uh, where they're not confined by tables and chairs um, and just having that uh, uh, classroom control <laughs> in those situations, but also making sure that they're having fun and, and being creative as well so I think my first day of teaching was daunting but I wasn't on my own I had a really strong support from an excellent practitioner. Thank you for that well I'd like to open it up a bit now if we could have a bit of a discussion so please all three of you just feel um, that you could chip in about how you feel about education uh, in the Colne Valley. Uh, was it better? Is it better now? Has it changed a lot? Those kind of questions I mean is it is it was it, did it used to be better? Was it better in the old days? Since we got Combe Valley High School, it's got to be better in that all children had, had a, a, a chance because I can remember my mother, uh, they had to take, she went to Wellhouse County School and, and they had to take the 11 plus. I think she passed, but her, her parents couldn't afford to, for her to go to, to the grammar school because they couldn't afford to buy the, the uniform and everything, you see. So, and I think they're probably people, parents of people my age, quite a lot like that. So when their children came along and they went to Combe Valley High School, they were, you know, full of joy. It was, it was the best thing. But they all the wore a thing. uniform. Mm. Yeah. Well, they had to pay for that, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yes, but things had changed. Th things had changed, and there was more money around, you know. And right. Than when when my mother was a, of a girl, of course, and a lot of the the, the parents worked in the mills and were not. Yes, they would have, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or engineering works. Yeah. All right. of which have shut down since. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And I think we're very lucky as well that we've got these lovely little 
junior and infant schools scattered around the Cone Valley and a lot of them have, have stayed open haven't they Wilbilly and yeah. Scapegoat Hill and, and Chloe Jess I think it's important like they've you know they've, they've just they're just surviving aren't they on their small budgets mm. and things yeah. like that but they are very magical places to start your school mm. life mm. off yes. um, obviously I went to one and now my daughter goes to Wilbilly mm. and um, it's just that those that they are little pockets of a great start to education, aren't they? Just Starting small. Family schools, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm. But they're actually, um, parents really like them, don't they? They've mm. become quite uh, competitive to get into some of these little schools because they realise that, I mean, not saying that the, the rest of the schools aren't good because they are, mm. Neil's and, and, uh, and uh, all the others. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And, the, and uh, I think a lot of the younger children in the primary schools, they go and visit Con Valley through act- other activities like music or putting on a play I, I was up there the other day and I hear that the small schools are putting the Wizard of Oz on up there in a few weeks time and yeah. uh, so that will be an interesting introduction to them and quite a lot of links through sport I think as well to 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 make that a familiar place for their next step yeah I yeah. suppose one of the things about Cone Valley is that it's size for for a, a seven to eleven um year seven to eleven high school is is big it's on the big yes. side so that's quite a big jump if you've been in a class of nine in your year to a class of 250 in your year. That's quite a big jump, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think certainly when I went and did that transition from a small primary school to a big high school, it felt like you could be, you were a little fish in a very big pond all of a sudden, but then maybe that's preparing you for life. And really built in 1956, which is quite a long time ago, mm-hmm. but, but at the time, a state-of-the-art state-of-the-art building and properly funded which it isn't now and it's Mm. having funding pulled away by central government all the time Mm. yeah yes 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 there was only one block called a block when i went i was about the third intake to go and and then the b block was was put on later and then all sorts of other little bits you know temporary classrooms as it got bigger and bigger but I think the school is aware that it's big and did all they could to make the children feel Mm. you know having the house system and and, and we used to sit in the dining room in in our houses so that you had that little family as well they did they were aware that it was big and that they needed to put lots of pastoral care I think Mm. and probably still do
You've just been listening to School Days, sung by Singing Slowit, with piano accompaniment from Robin Bowles. That brings us neatly back to our education debate, with some memories from Pat and Audrey about their school days. Over to you, Pat. Um, I'm Patricia Parkinson, Pat. I was born in 1930 and um, I went to Style Common School. There was a boys' school and a girls' school and, and the infants was in between. And I loved school from the day I went. I used to follow the children and I was three and a half when I started school. And I loved it. And we had a teacher and she was called Miss Eastwood and she was an absolute delight. She had red dyed hair and fussy clothes, very feminine clothes. And she didn't walk very well because she had bad feet. And she used to wear these coloured shoes. But she was an absolute joy. And I think it's the way that you start off at school that these things are fixed in your mind, you know. And I just absolutely loved it. And that, um, then I went on to secondary modern school, um, which was um, Longley Hall Longley. Secondary School, yes. And um, we did uh, commerce. And we did the shorthand, we did it at school. And then we had to go, we had to crocodile walk to um, the temperance room, uh, the temperance society where we learned to do typewriting. And of course we did it to music, you know, tapping it out to March Militaire. <laughs> and I left school at 15, but all through that time it was an absolutely joyous time. The time I that I was at, at Longley Hall um, because when the war started, I was eight years old and then we had to pass the 11 plus and um, then they started school dinners and the school dinners used to cost five pence and they were, they were wonderful. Um, but you always knew what day it was, you know, what you would be eating on that day. <laughs> know the days of the yeah. week by food yeah. and Audrey do you want to introduce yourself my name's Audrey Clark and um, I'm I'm from South London originally I moved up to Yorkshire and uh, really like it here but my school days started off in South London and uh, the one memory I really have is um, in, because I was born in 1934 and, you know, by the time war started, it was when I started school. And we used to spend quite a few times in a, a shelter and uh, I can remember it going into this sort of... The memory I have is it was like we went into a dark hole and it had wooden benches all round this room and there was nothing else. And the teacher there, we used to sing 10 green, bot uh -huh. ten green bottles online. And then the other thing was we used to have to recite our tables, um, from which I really know my tables off heart and I still do. And uh, so that was that. And then I went to an ordinary uh, secondary school. Uh, after that, uh, my parents decided, no, I would need to go to a private school. So I went to this private school, which was really run by 
uh, a mother and daughter in a house, although the name of this school was a high school, but no way was it a high school. <laughs> there was just sort of a, or half a dozen of us, I suppose. And uh, I think the idea was that, um, you know, I would come away from this school a lot brighter than I was when I was at the secondary. Anyway, they tried to teach us Latin, but uh, I didn't really take to Latin. And um, from then on, uh, I was then back in a secondary school. And But I can remember being in this secondary school and there was a teacher there and... Um, like Pat said that, you know, she was really lovely. This teacher wasn't really lovely. I mean, she was very strict and, um, you know, she'd blow the whistle. You'd be playing in the playground, she'd blow her whistle and everybody had to stand still and then she told you to go into a certain line. And then if you weren't standing up straight, which normally I probably I wasn't and I'd get wrapped around the leg with a ruler to stand up straight and then the other thing was it was in her classroom and because I always used to put my head right down on top of the paper she'd come and get a ruler and push my head back up <laughs> so, so my memories of uh, some of my teachers weren't all that pleasant but um, we did have I did enjoy school and um at this secondary school, uh, the boys used to do the cooking and the girls did the woodwork. Well, thank you for your memories on that, uh, Pat, Elmer and Audrey. Aside. 